What's up, everyone? You're listening to the Just Isabel Things podcast, hosted by me. I'm Isabel, and I'm an 18-year-old podcaster. Tune in every Sunday to hear me talk about life stories and experiences, advice, podcast tips, and so much more. Be sure to follow me on Instagram at just.isabel.things.podcast, and also feel free to email me at justisabelthingspodcast at gmail.com for future business or collab opportunities. Just As Well Thinks podcast can be heard on your favorite listening platforms, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. And now, let's hear a word from our sponsors and get on with the episode. What's up, everyone? Summer break is finally here, and I'm so excited to be spending my break podcasting, hanging out with friends, and of course, listening to audiobooks on Audible. Audible is a fantastic app that you can download on your smart device. You can listen to thousands upon thousands of audiobooks, comedy specials, podcasts, and some of these things are just exclusive to Audible. I love using Audible, and that is why I am giving you guys one free credit and a 30-day free trial to use on Audible. You can click the link in my bio or go to audibletrial.com slash justisabellthings. I hope you enjoy using Audible, and now on to the rest of today's episode. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to Just Isabel Things. Today, I'm doing an episode I've never really done before. Anyways, today's episode was was requested, and I'm going to be do a What Would Isabel Do episode where you guys send me your problems or life scenarios and experiences, and I'm going to react, respond, and provide advice and feedback as to what I would do in that situation. Um, I haven't really seen any other podcasts that I follow do this. I mean, maybe they have, but I just really like this idea, and I'm super excited for you guys to hear it. Before we get into it, you guys know that I like to start off my episodes with a life update. Um, First off, go check out last week's episode where I talk about mental health. The episode had a great turnout in terms of like downloads and stuff, so thank you to everyone who listened. I really appreciate it. Again, if you enjoyed that episode and also want me to do more mental health content, let me know and I would be super down to do it because mental health is such an important topic. Um... So yeah, check out the mental health episode if you haven't already. Be sure to follow me on Instagram at just.isabel.things.podcast. DM or email me at justisabelthingspodcast at gmail.com with any questions, concerns, business inquiries. And I think that's it for today's life update. And let's get on with the rest of the episode. So we are going to get right into it. Um, First off, I wanted to say thank you to everyone who submitted a scenario For those who who are not aware of what I did, I asked my friends and followers on Instagram to send me a scenario through the Google form and the link in my bio, and I would respond, react, and provide feedback um, for what I would do in that scenario. Uh, Just a small disclaimer, all submissions are anonymous, and just had to put that in there. And okay, let's get into the first scenario I received that said... What should I do if my past best friend, who I've drifted away from and haven't had a proper conversation in two years, sent me a TikTok saying, send this to your best friend, but the video was a girl showing off her middle finger. Does that mean she's mad at me or she's just playing around? Okay, so this is kind of a sticky situation. And well, because you said that this is a past best friend and you've admitted to drifting away from them, and the fact that it's been, you know, two years, and let's just remember, like a lot of stuff has happened in the last two years with COVID, and I'm assuming this is a high school age person, and with the content of the TikTok, or maybe the nature of the TikTok, I would say this person 
is probably mad at you and don't take this as like an oh shoot I have to go resolve this like you should just ignore them and completely stop thinking about them like I know it sucks and it's hard to drop someone who is a best friend you know once upon a time but there are better people out there who won't do petty stuff like that and who are your true friends so that's my take on that um thank you so much for for submitting I hope you do move on from that past best friend I know it's hard and it's hard to leave someone who you were once close with um but hopefully things turn out well and you can find other friends who won't do the, like that petty stuff and who do really appreciate you all right moving on to the next scenario oh also thank you so much for your submission all right um this next one is my boyfriend has never been the best at addressing my feelings Every time I seem to mention them, he gets aggravated, missteps, blames me for feeling that way, and it results mainly in him apologizing for being ignorant. It climaxed earlier this month when something traumatic happened to me. I was in a tragic accident that really hurt me emotionally and physically. The day after this accident took place, my boyfriend was MIA. MIA. I received no calls and no texts. Around 5pm, I finally got a text from him saying he was having phone troubles, which I proceeded to help him with. I was really struggling that day because of the events that took place the day prior but I helped him because I put his needs first. After his phone problems were resolved, he didn't ask how I was. He didn't check in. He continued pushing on in normal conversation as if nothing had happened to me, and every minute killed me. Even people I didn't know were sending me texts and asking how I was doing, and he never said a word. Finally, I racked up the courage to ask, hey, why haven't you asked how I am? I'm really hurt that you haven't. And he blew up at me saying other things were overloading my mind and you can't decide if I care or not. And he was so annoyed at me on FaceTime, rolling his eyes and scoffing at me. Meanwhile, I am struggling emotionally, physically, and mentally from my accident that could have killed me. After that call, he admitted a few days later that he admitted a few days later to me that he himself didn't want to talk about my accident because it hurt him too much to think of anything hurting me. He acknowledged it was selfish because I was in the accident, and he said he was sorry for how he treated me. Though he has apologized for his behavior since then, I still can't cannot believe that he would do this. Yeah, he's never been good at addressing my feelings, but I thought he'd at least be my number one supporter when I could have died. I'm struggling to move past this. Do you think this relationship is worth saving if he keeps losing his common sense when I bring up my feelings? Should I let it go and trust he will grow out of it? This is the worst thing anyone has ever done done to me, so how do I move on happily? Thank you. Woo, okay. Thank you so much for your submission, by the way. Um... Okay, this is a really tough and sticky situation. Um, at the end of April, my, I myself was in a car accident and it took me a good two weeks to emotionally get my head back into things and feel comfortable with driving again. So I totally know where you're coming from. Like those 24 to 48 hours after my accident happened, so many people were re reaching out to me to make sure I was okay. And I would too be mad if I, ha if I had a boyfriend and he didn't check up on me and make sure I was okay. Like, despite having phone issues, like, you could easily, like, go on a... Like, there's, like, with our world being so technology, like, oriented and technology friendly, like, there are so many ways that, like, he could have checked up on you. Um, like, you could easily go on a computer and, or an iPad, a tablet, someone else's phone, and send an email. You can log onto Instagram or Twitter through Safari or Google Chrome or just, like, any web browser. Send a DM visiting someone's house, you know borrowing a parent's or sibling's phone like I said using an iPad or a tablet like that's the beauty of technology like you should have at least tried every avenue to get in contact with you and make sure you're okay like one thing for me something like I would look for in a future relationship is like 
if it's becoming one-sided like you said how you were putting you put his feelings before yourself like if it's like if the relationship is becoming one-sided where i'm putting in more work than the other person then i'm out but obviously not every situation or people's wants and needs are the same and i just wanted to go back to the part where you said like other things were quote unquote other things were overloading my what he said when he said other things were overloading his mind what possibly could be overloading his mind more than that's like more important than you know his own girlfriend almost dying in a like a really bad accident you know so like okay i get if it's like a family emergency or you have or like something like more traumatic is overloading your mind or something like of that caliber but like what are you doing like bro what are you doing you know and then I feel bad that you weren't feeling the love from the person who you wanted the most love from other than, like, your parents. And then in terms of if this relationship is worth saving or if you should just let it go and trust that he will grow out of it, I'm not sure. Maybe if this becomes a more repetitive behavior and it's starting to take a toll on your self-esteem, mental health, confidence, then it might be time to have that real conversation. Like, hey, listen up. If you aren't going to help me through my feelings, then I'm going to find someone who will. And you know, like Queen Abby Lee Miller from Dance Moms always says, everyone's replaceable. And then in Beyonce's song, Irreplaceable, she's like, don't you ever think for a minute you're irreplaceable. So that's what I have to say on that. I hope you're feeling better from your accident. And I'm sorry that you are dealing with not only recovering from the accident, but also like recovering from the issues you're having with your boyfriend and him not paying attention to your needs and feelings. Um, I hope things do get better and you take my advice and maybe make changes in your relationship. I just want to say thank you so much for your submission. That was such a great submission to send in. Um, so thank you so much again. All right, moving on to more relationship stuff. The next one I got said, if a boy tried to kiss you. <laughs> okay, so I don't know if I've ever said this on the podcast, and, like, I like to be completely honest with you guys. Like, I'm not about the perfect fake lifestyle portrayed from a lot of people we see across social media, but what I do have to say is that I am very much single, and I've never had my first kiss, and I'm going to be a freshman in college, so, yeah. <laughs> um, and this scenario says, if a boy tried to kiss you. Okay, there's a key word in here, and that key word is try. So, first off, the boy has like I have to be comfortable with how do I want to word this like so the key word in here is try so first off it has to be a boy I like or I'm comfortable with and if it's someone I don't like I obviously like would not follow through so I guess that's my answer um if if it's a boy I'm cool with then yes if we aren't cool then absolutely not (laughs) so yeah thank you so much for your scenario um yeah all right moving on what would be your strategy to deal with a zombie apocalypse Interesting. Okay, so I can confidently say um, that I've never really thought about this until you sent this in, and I think the closest thing to a zombie apocalypse was in fact the week of March 13th, 2020, when the world shut down and we didn't know what the heck was going on, and like grocery stores were running out of food and people were going crazy, and I would say that everyone listening to this would probably agree that that week was the closest thing that we have universally ever experienced to and probably will ever experience to a zombie apocalypse i mean you never know but i did want to mention i am not a scary 
or a thriller movie person at all. But I did see Bird Box when it dropped on Netflix like a few years ago. And that was kind of like a zombie apocalypse movie where they like had to not look at anyone or anything outside. Um, so by watching that movie and just experiencing the week of March 13th when the world was shut down, I would probably stock up on food if I can. Like if I have advance notice, like a few days notice or maybe a day's notice, you better believe I am the first one at the grocery store. I would buy lots of food that are freezer friendly, basically what my family did when COVID hit. And everyone stocked up on food and stuff, but I don't have, but if I don't have advance notice, I would probably get my house ready for a zombie apocalypse, make sure all the doors are locked, establish hiding spots in my house, shut the windows and blinds if they're open and just prepare, I guess. I don't know my specific strategy because I've never really thought about this, but I have to just stay strapped and be ready to go for whenever or wherever the zombie apocalypse decides to come. Um, yeah, thank you for that scenario. And also, if you've never seen Bird Box, you should watch it. It's kind of like a zombie apocalypse without the zombies. And it's kind of scary. So I don't recommend watching it with your, with young children. Because even I was scared. And I've definitely talked about this on the pod. Um, but I'll watch rom-coms, action movies, kids movies, animated movies, Christmas movies. I'll watch anything but like scary horror, thriller movies. Absolutely not. I think we all know if like Tom Holland was in a scary movie, then maybe, just maybe, I would watch it. But anyone else, by you will not see me in a movie theater that's showing a scary movie. I swear. <laughs> um, but yeah, probably my sh- if I have advance notice for a zombie apocalypse, I'm going to the grocery store. But if I don't have advance notice, I'm just staying strapped, like locking down everything in my house, establishing hiding spots in my house. I don't know what I would do if I wasn't in my house. That's a, I'll have to cross that bridge when I get to it, if a zombie apocalypse were ever to come. I don't think it a zombie apocalypse would ever come, but if it did, that's what I would do. And like I said, I think the closest thing I've ever experienced to a zombie apocalypse without the zombies was the week of March 13th, 2020, when everyone was going crazy and raiding the grocery stores because it, like, no one knew what COVID was and we were all like clueless and so naive at that time, which is really funny to think about. But <laughs> thank you so much for your submission. Um, I really like that one. All right, moving on. Um, advice for moving away to school. I'm so sad to leave my family and my dog. Well, I have been gone from my house for the past three weeks. I'm doing summer college and so this has been the longest I've gone without seeing my family. And it's the longest I've been without being home in my bed and in my town with my friends. So I'm kind of going through the same thing. And something, and I honestly thought I was going to get more homesick. And I thought I was going to miss my sister more than I thought I was. But this is just like me personally. I wasn't as homesick as I thought I was. And as I thought I was going to be. And some things like I've been doing um, just to like be like, trying trying to stay connected with my family it's just like i've been facetiming with my sister so you can facetime with your siblings um staying busy helps with that like adjustment because of and staying busy has helped me um with that adjustment from like home to moving away to a different state and to in school and because of like the nature of what i'm doing now i'm really busy with classes and activities and the podcast um but just staying busy checking in by facetime or just social media has helped me and in regards to your dog i don't have a dog unfortunately or a pet unfortunately i wish i did though (laughs) but i could only imagine like leaving your little buddy is probably so hard um 
But I actually saw this TikTok, I think it was last summer, where a girl bought a stuffed animal that looked like her dog and took it to college with her. So I don't I don't know if that's your vibe or something you're interest, interested in, but that's just an idea um, of like ways that you can, you know, make the transition from moving away from home that you lived for the past 18 years into school. And of course it's been kind of hard because, you know, because of COVID, we have been home so much longer and yeah it was kind of nice just to spend you know the last year and a half with our family um even though like we wish it was shorter but it was kind of nice just to spend uh you know the last year and a half with your family because i am moving and uh you know going away to college for the first time and um you know this is like my first time you know being away from my family and living um well this summer i'm living by myself but um, when the school year starts, I'll be living with a roommate, and, you know, I've done, like, I talked about this in my, um, in my end of, uh, in my life update episode, so go check that out if you haven't already, that I posted that two weeks ago, um, I forgot what I was gonna say, but, uh, it, like, it, like, I have, like, this is the longest I've been without, like, this is the longest I've gone without seeing my, um, without being home and sleeping in my bed and this is as long as I've gone without my sister like my family has come to visit me and that's another thing you can incorporate too is just like if you live close to your school just like maybe incorporate it uh like visiting your family maybe twice a month or something um depending on how far away like if you live in if you're going to school in California and you live in New York then maybe not um <laughs> visiting your family because that can get kind of crazy with like travel expenses but if you can afford it um just like maybe visit your family like once or twice a month or have your, your family come visit you um and just like staying connected with your family that's what i've been doing um for all those listening if you guys have any tips on how you know of advice of going to college because i mean i've only been here for a few weeks now and that's going to be a lot different when the school year starts but if you guys have any advice feel free to let me know um by dm or by email um, I mentioned my Instagram handle and my email earlier, so just go back, um, to get my information. Um, but I'm definitely going to do more college, uh, pot being in college, being a, a podcaster in college episodes this fall. I'm really excited for that series. So if that's something you're interested in, uh, you know, stay tuned for that series where I'm going to be kind of touching, uh, going deeper into, you know, advice for moving away to school, um, maybe like how to, you know, like dorm room essentials, stuff like that. So I'm really looking forward to that series and I'm going to kind of address, um, you know, questions like, oh, advice moving away from school, how to not stay homesick. Um, I can't really go into deep now because I've only, I'm doing summer college and not like school college right now. I mean, I will do school year college when the school year starts in about a month, but <laughs> um, I am really excited to go deeper into that topic of being a college podcaster and how to be an effective college student. Um, but yeah, thank you so much for your submission and uh, look forward and I hope you're looking forward to my, and that goes for everyone listening, I hope you all look are looking forward to my college episodes i guess college related episodes because we're gonna there, there is going to be a lot of them and, and i'm really th looking forward to it um i think that's it for all of the submissions thank you all so so much 
for submitting. I appreciate all of your scenarios and problems that you wanted me to address. I've never done this episode before. If you want me to do an episode like this um, in the future, let me know. I had a really great time doing this and just providing my uh, advice and feedback. I'm sorry, there is like some construction going on outside. I don't know if you guys can hear that. Um, Sorry about that. But uh, I just want to say thank you all so much for listening. Be sure to check out last week's episode on mental health. Um, And then two weeks ago, I posted my summer life update um, and Q&A episode. And yeah, thank you all again for listening. Um, Be sure to follow me on Instagram, email, or DM me with any questions, concerns, or business inquiries. Be sure to follow and subscribe to me on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. If you enjoy my podcast, go ahead and leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Share the podcast with your friends. You all know the drill. I love you all. Thank you for your submissions, too. Um, I enjoyed reading and reacting to them. And I hope to see you next Sunday for a new episode. Bye, guys. And I also wanted to mention thank you all for 3900 on Instagram. Um, I absolutely love you all. And we are so close to 4000 Maybe I can hit 4000 by the time my first day of uh, like school year college rolls around. Um, so... Yes, be sure you're following me um, and you're staying tuned with all that has to come uh, going into the end of the summer and the fall. Again, thank you all so much and I will see you next Sunday for a new episode. Bye guys, thank you. Thank you again so much for listening to today's episode. If you like what you heard and want to listen to more, check out previous episodes and also come back every Sunday for a new episode as well. Thank you.